0: This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here, around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of camp, like wows and joke of the day. We also have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun and we're glad you joined us. Today, it's episode 24. We're joined by longtime camper and the fearless leader of GACTing, Chippy. This episode, we're chatting with Chippy, and Chippy obviously had a lot of interesting things to say about Gacting and our Gacting program, but for me at least, the thing that was really awesome was hearing her think and talk about how you can take camp with you once you get home from camp and you're back at school, you're back in the world. What can you do that can make the real world feel more like camp? I think she's really wise in the way she thinks about interacting with people in a very intentional way. And that, for me, was really fun to talk about. We also chatted about how impossible it is to lose a GAC lip balm, which is fun. Also fun, listening to me learn guitar. Here's this episode's progress. The podcast, Chippy.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: I'm so excited you could join us from evidently snowy Glasgow.
1: I know it's crazy.
0: That's, it sounds wonderful.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun.
0: So a lot of people know who you are, but somebody might have just stumbled onto the podcast here. So everybody is kind of on the same page. Can you tell us a little bit about kind of who you are, where you're from, uh, what you do, and what you do at camp?
1: So I'm. <clears throat> I was born in Southern California and I moved to Oregon when I was nine. Um, This is my 10th year at camp, second year as a counselor. Um, At camp, I am an activity counselor for Gacting, which makes sense because outside of that, I study musical theater um, at school, so
0: (laughs) It is phenomenal stuff, so we're gonna just, really quick, because I'm interested, musical theater major, what is your favorite musical ever?
1: Um, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm, (laughs) I feel like I should be choosing something really like thoughtful and like provoking, but I really love Newsies. It's like my guilty musical. You I know, really love is, Newsies.
0: I don't think you're al- alone. I think there are a lot of people, kind of in your age wheelhouse, who Newsies was the musical growing up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like okay. if I, yeah, I'm I, just obsessed. I'm not. I, I, quite I wish I like, could but... really.
0: I'm intelligent for I, newsies. Yeah. so you mentioned it you were a camper for a lot of years and then you came on to staff what did you think kind of the trickiest part of that transition was
1: um I think just there's a there's like the quite obvious like it's not about you anymore and yeah. that it's all about like the camper's experience um but I think that I was kind of aided in that in that I had three years between being a camper and being a staff member. Um, Because um, I had to do like pre-college training in the years that I would have been a CIT or a junior counselor. So I kind of got that gap that made like a pretty big distinction between the two of them. But I mean, it's still a lot of fun as a counselor and you still get all the heart of the camp as (laughs) a whole. And he's so good to be degree. great people. And I, like, I remember as a camper looking up at counselors and being like, oh, like these are such great people. I wish I could be like them. And yeah. like, even as a counselor, I'm looking at other counselors and I'm be like, oh, I really look up to that person. They like have these things that they do and just. Nice. No, yeah. So you still kind of get the same growth.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think it's just incredible. I'm always blown away by like how good the counselors are. I just. Yeah. I look at them I'm like, wow, at, <laughs> at 19 and 20, I could barely find my own car in the parking lot and tie my shoes <laughs> yeah. let alone be incredible role models and high energy and it's it, it hurts yeah. my brain a little if i'm honest
1: because mm-hmm. as, a, as a camper i always thought that they were like 30 <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, they're all very old yeah <laughs> so if, if that if that transition i guess we talked about kind of but if you have one kind of specific thing what's your favorite part about being a counselor?
1: I think just like making the little, like little moments with campers where you can see that you've actually like impacted them. Mm-hmm. If even if it's just like something that you haven't in necessarily intended to do, like when you get back to your camper comments and it's like, Oh, she read to me every night or like mm-hmm. she sang to me every night and just like those little moments that you get, where you're like, "Oh, that that camper is gonna remember that. That camper gonna remember this experience." Um, those are like the moments that I kind of you kind of hold on to mm-hmm. when you're really really tired and you you might not necessarily want to jump up and sing another camp song, but you know that like these campers are gonna remember that and they're gonna go home and say like, "Oh, Chippy sang this," right. and it was so much fun because they were in it with us. Okay. Yeah.
0: So for. People who don't kind of understand, and you can correct me when I screw this up, but gacting <laughs> is, is largely kind of an improv class, right? Yeah. And and so cabins go to Big Campfire, which is the stage, and, and they meet you or another gacting counselor there. And they, they basically play improv games and getting to know you kind of stuff mm-hmm. and have a lot of fun. What's your favorite game gacting?
1: Oh, my goodness. um, I quite like Freeze, which is a game where there'll be like two people on stage and they'll be starting a scene mm-hmm. and then anybody from the audience can yell freeze and kind of take over one of the positions and i think i like it just because there's no it's, it has very basic rules so you can kind of go anywhere with it yeah so like even like fourth session the last session of fourth session there, there'll be a camper that jumps up and does something that i've never seen before mm-hmm. and so it's the one game that i feel like never gets old and you always see like new little vignettes happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's that one's certainly in my top three or four. I think it's, it's very yeah. good. And it's for that same reason. Somebody will see something in the way they're positioned and stop everything and hop in and, and take it in a direction. You're like, Oh, I, okay. I never would have thought. All right. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's so, your favorite?
0: <laughs> uh, hmm. I like awkward bench quite a bit.
1: Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> because so my thing with Gacting is, I, I'm I'm not there at the activity. I'm often like passing through on my way somewhere else, and awkward bench is easy because you can, in my kind of role, I can just plop down on the bench and be awkward because I know that's what they're doing. And yeah, You know yeah, what's happening. Exactly. I can leave again, and so I was like, "Well, that was. Did you just drop in and do awkward bench? Well, that was kind of weird." Okay. Right. <laughs> and I I like being able to. Cause like, you can't hop in on a ski boat for five minutes. You know, I can't, I can't just climb the high ropes course on my way past, but if awkward bench is going on, yeah, I can, or a dance party or something. I can, you can just hop right in and it's that environment I think is really awesome. So I like awkward. Yeah. So you're back in the real world. You're back at school. Yes. What, um, I don't know, I guess lessons or habits or things from camp have you taken with you?
1: Um I think honestly like very basic social social like lessons. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like that's always a thing that I'm very conscious of is like like making sure that you're making eye contact with people, yeah. making sure that like you're making sure that other people are talking in your conversation. Just because I feel like that's something that right now doesn't always happen. No oh, absolutely. Where you'll you'll be like I'm talking to this person and they haven't looked me in the eye in this 10 minute conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the most like day to day thing that is always kind of on my mind is like, oh, like, is everybody in the room like looking around me and like everybody feels included here? Cool. Yeah. Like, is it a balanced conversation cool? Um, yeah. So I think just the like the lessons you learn socially.
0: Yeah. And I think as a camp right. Cause as a counselor, <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like, we're often thinking about, okay, I need to make sure I'm facilitating a conversation. Everybody's involved. Mm -hmm. Nobody's kind of sitting on the edge. But, you know, what I often think about is campers, for a myriad of reasons, you know, society has kind of changed. And a lot of those social kind of baseline skills, camp is the best place for them to practice that, where there's somebody who's kind of intentionally saying, oh, hey, no, this is – when you've got a friend, you don't always do what you want to do. Sometimes you do what they want to do. And that yeah, that seems so obvious for us, I think, as adults who have kind of learned through trial and error and, and social failing. But to be able to say to a kid, hey, this is how this works, and in a safe environment where they can then practice, I think that gives them huge advantages kind of moving through society, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: because, like, we had to learn it from somewhere. Like, right. everybody – everybody loves talking about themselves. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so like, if, if you're left to talk about yourself, you'll probably talk about yourself, but you need, <laughs> to, you need to learn to be like, Oh, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> right. And I
0: can, I can remember camp counselors when I was at camp as a kid saying, Hey, uh, so here's the thing. Um, conversation is a give and a take and you give yeah. a lot and you don't take very much. Yeah. And it was like, once the light bulb went on I went oh that does make no that's okay yeah I don't like it when people do that but had you know my parents never said that to me I think they loved the things I had to say they thought I was great and so um I'm really thankful for the opportunity to be in a place where we can do that for kids
1: oh for sure like it even like I learned a lot as a camper but like I can't say it enough like there's at every transition in your life I feel like Gold Arrow kind of grows with you. Yeah. And so you can back as a counselor and like going through um, or like tweak training of like social, um, socializing. And I was like, oh, right. right? <laughs> that would <one> make sense. <laughs>
0: well, and I, I think the other way, it, um, this is gonna sound weird, but the other way it grows with you is is as you move kind of from camper to junior counselor to counselor, like the curtain gets pulled back a little bit further every time. Like as a camper, mm-hmm. I think it's just like, Fire hose of fun. Like, there's just, yeah. that, that's all you get. And all the other stuff is kind of around the edges. And I think when you become a junior counselor, kind of you peel it back a little. You say, oh, hey, listen, here's why we're doing these things. Here's what we're intentionally doing. And then, yeah, mm. when you come to tweak as a counselor and we're like, hey, here's all the things that are going on underneath the surface of the water. Yeah. And, and you and really.
1: I didn't necessarily realize that as a camper until after my last year as a camper, like I said, I had to do like pre-college stuff. But part of my pre-college training was going to a really intensive musical theater summer camp. Yeah. And oh my word, like I I was like, oh my God, Gold Arrow Camp was not like, didn't happen on accident. Right, <laughs> like yeah. I, I just was walking into this place and being like, oh, so like anybody going to help me make a friend? <laughs> like, yeah. like, and nobody had any interest in helping me make friends. Yeah. Like the counselors were kind of just like, well, we'll show you where to go, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Or do your thing. <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, so, it definitely doesn't happen by accident.
0: <laughs> no, and, I, and I, yeah, you're, the point is well made that if we do it properly, a camper never thinks about the fact that we've done it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it, just, it
0: just happened. And that was, oh, that happened right when it needed to happen. And that's, and then, yeah, when you need to be a counselor, and you're like, oh, no, they really thought a lot about this.
1: And yeah. It makes me okay. happy
0: when just the light comes on. <laughs> like, oh, this was all very, uh, this was on purpose. <laughs> okay, so, I think um, campers head back to kind of the real world and they're in school and it's a grind and you had to do that. So what advice do you have? If you can think of any for campers who are back at school and they're back in a place that's maybe not as intentional about these things we're talking about. Mm -hmm. How can they make that place more like camp?
1: I think it's, I think part of that is like your circle of control and that, Mm. You can control how you treat others. You can't necessarily have control how they treat you, but you can say like, "Oh, this person treats me really nicely. I'm I'm gonna choose to like to be really close with them." And you can you can kind of bring that appreciation campfire vibe with you oh, yeah. into into your interactions with other people. Um, but it is hard. Like it is like I moved halfway through going to Gold Arrow. And so with the, with my Gold Arrow friends were, like, the only people that I, like, really knew for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of luckily and not so luckily now, we have social media and those kind of things yeah. where we can keep in touch. But I think it's just, like, n- like you can only really control what you put out into the world. And yeah. it does have an effect on, like, what you get back. You can't control everything. But I think that so, control so- what you can and then...
0: Yeah. I think, okay. I was, I was just going to look to summarize a little. It sounds like the idea is control what you can control and put out good, positive things into the world. And if you've done yeah. that, you've done what you can do and you're going to make your little circle of influence more like a cabin and less like a classroom.
1: Yeah. That was a bit of a tangent. I apologize. No, it's, <laughs> I
0: I think you were, you're onto something there. Cheerio talks about it. And there's like a year ago, I talked to Cheerio about this and it, it really stuck with me. She talks about if you can create a hurricane of happiness where you're really happy and so that influences the people around you and then suddenly you're just surrounded by people who are happy and it builds yeah. on itself. And I think that that's true of like positive thought and in, and attitude in general. If, yeah. you know, if, if you're a person who's always kind of looking on the bright side, everybody around you eventually just gets dragged into that. I think.
1: Yeah. And like when you make the people around you feel good,
0: mm-hmm. if they're yeah.
1: feeling good, They're not going to think like, oh, I want to dampen this goodness. So like, it's sometimes just having the confidence to be like, oh, I saw that girl's shoes and I like those shoes. And I'm actually going to tell her that I like those shoes as opposed to kind of being like, ah, and like, just be like, oh, I really like your shoes. And then they've kind of got that little like bit of, oh, that's a nice thing that just happened. And then maybe they'll go to another person and say, oh, I like your hair. Oh, I like your smile. Oh, I like your jokes, you're a funny person. And then it all kind of just creates a warmer environment for you to exist in.
0: When I, yeah, it's one of those things. Cause unfortunately I think so many times we're in situations where people only speak to maybe especially strangers or acquaintances for either procedural things. Hey, I need mm-hmm. you to do this or um, in awkward kind of non-positive ways, I guess. Where yeah. we I think we've gotten out of the habit of just if you see somebody who has shoes, you like, yeah just I don't know you, but hey, those are awesome shoes and their whole day kind of goes, oh that was nice yeah <laughs> yeah you're absolutely right okay, Chippy, we're almost out of time We've got time for the speed round five questions we ask absolutely everybody who comes on the podcast here, here we go, Chippy. what's yeah. your favorite repeat after me song at camp?
1: Oh, I like the princess pot
0: oh, that that one comes up a lot everybody likes the princess pot. pot. I don't blame them. It's a rica bamboo, and people love a rica bamboo. What is your f- favorite item on the salad bar?
1: Um, oh my goodness, uh, sunflower seeds.
0: Oh, <laughs> bold choice. Well, like your... it just
1: adds something. To something.
0: Yeah, it, it does. Uh, what's your favorite <laughs> chapstick flavor?
1: Um, archery apple.
0: Archery apple. That's uh, I've heard that a couple times recently
1: really good i still
0: have it (laughs) it's uh this is what i hear most often is that a gold arrow lip balm is evidently unlosable like you can lose 45 other lip balms and that tiller towards tangerine just keeps popping up (laughs) it's true (laughs) mallows or popcorn around the campfire oh mallows i agree and finally chippy what's your real name
1: Oh, it's. um... Oh, I'm so
0: sorry. We're all out of time. We'll have to have you back on the podcast. We have so much more to talk about, and then you can tell us all what your real name is. Chippy, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me. I had fun.
0: In a world with far too much seriousness, far too much drama, we bring you something different the joke of the cast. I recently went to a magic show, it was pretty cool. Got backstage passes and went backstage after the show and magician was back there, and his dog with him and you know, people asking about the dog and somebody asked, what kind of dog is it? And he said, ah, you don't know what a magician's dog is called? A magician's dog is called a labracadabrador. And now, it's time for another Daxpiration with Sunshine. Today's Gaspiration is from Mother Teresa. She said, Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without feeling happier. Well, that does it for today's show. I want to thank you for listening. BenSounds.net for the music. Mother Teresa for the inspiring words. And of course, Chippy for joining us for that great conversation. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends about it so they can listen to the Gak Podcast. Also, if you have suggestions, you want us to read a wow on the air, you want to be on the show, you can always email us wow at goldarrowcamp.com. We would love to hear from you. That's all for this time. I'm Soy, and I'll save a marshmallow for you.